I'm Bridget Fettersy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of April 3rd to April 9th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. And if you're watching, welcome. If it's your first time around, you can get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire on Fetacy.com. Every single week we drop an episode. We will drop the unedited episode on Fetacy behind the paywall for subscribers. You also get all kinds of extras just being in the community. And you can go to BridgetFetacy.com to get your merch. I suggest you do it now because we are discontinuing a bunch of different items on there. Like You're Not Woke, You're Annoying, Canceled, Verified Nobody. And We Must Feed the Algorithm. And We Must Feed the Algorithm are all going away. So get your merch while you can. If you really can't stand the ad reads, which I find hilarious, you can also get the ad-free version behind the paywall as well at Fetacy.com. If you love and adore this show, the best way to support it is to become a subscriber and join us. This is our last week of dumpster fires before I go on maternity leave. The baby's coming soon. We're not sure when, but basically within two weeks. The plan is to come back in June. Uh, that is the tentative plan for now. We'll see how it goes. And we might possibly have some surprise treats in between now and then. Keep an eye on the channel. Uh, it, we might be dropping some special things, but we're not sure yet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, so much depends on what happens in the next few days, but there might be some things that drop on the channel while we're gone, if we can get our shit together and film them, and if I don't go into labor in the next couple of days, and also you can find me still, I'll still be lurking on Substack, posting there, and I'll be on Fetacy behind the paywall, which is where the the community is. So I'll still be sharing stuff there, too. And if you want to keep in touch with us, like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. We love all of you, even the people who think we're libtards. And the people who seem to just hate us. <laughs> <laughs> and the people who watch just to hate us. We love you, too. Especially you. <laughs> Let's go into some of last week's comments. Snooper Nar said, I can't be fired for dainty dong bags blasting through my work speakers. My wife owns the company. LOL. Women! Women! <laughs> Women! Yeah, this was the guy who last week. I love their names. Hobo you Sermons. <laughs> Hobo Sermons. Exactly. Said, I got a pitchfork right over there. It, that's a rake. Died laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a farmer, okay? (laughs) Uh, Ratsu said, yes, Maggie, let the disdain for Hollywood flow through you. Yes, yes. (laughs) Olivia Maynard said, trans women are so beautiful and inspiring. They are. I agree. And she posts this on a lot of our our content. They are beautiful and inspiring. We're not anti-trans people. We're anti- anti-people swimming against women. (laughs) (laughs) And then Gina Marie said, nothing like laughing so hard that I snort while enjoying a good dumpster fire and walking the track at work. (laughs) I like that. I'm glad we can entertain people at work. I know, right? Yeah. That's helpful. Alana Gilmore said, been watching for a year or so, just introduced my little brother last week. He touched your bells and buttons and loves the burgers you guys are making from all the sacred cows. YouTube can't stop us. 
Got his girlfriend coming soon. We will subscribe in my glory gainer voice. <laughs> we will persist one verbal recommendation at a time. <laughs> Word of mouth is the true way to get the... Uh, this is the original algorithm. It's the grassroots organization. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need we need to get dumpster fire stickers going for our grassroots organization. It's true. Our grassroots fans. Uh, then Brian Flanagan said... Bridget might say she is just there to watch the world burn, but listening to her rant, you can tell she really cares. I do care. All of this comes from pain, which is why I'm out of here. The burning sensation, <laughs> awesome name, said, I don't understand how she, like Colbert and The Daily Show can have huge staffs and production budgets still be so lame and be on TV, while this show has like four people making it and is 100 times funnier and is on YouTube. Thank you, The Burning Sensation. Thank you, The Burning Sensation. It's viewers like you that make us feel great. That's our burning sensation. Yes. <laughs> and then... Some obviously newer people found us via one of our clips. And, and they were not fans. <laughs> Someone said, all right, David McNabb said, is anyone going to mention the fact that the background is a basement storage area? And then, <laughs> and then someone replied, yep, typical loony left to still living in the parents' basement. Wouldn't last a week if they had to actually take care of themselves. Mom and dad or the government. Somebody please take care of me. <laughs> oh, wow. Excuse me. We will last four weeks. We have a four week. Patriot survival food kit. So we will la last at least four weeks in our parents' basement. <laughs> that is hilarious. You're like about you to pop out again. I know. <laughs> okay. Mommy government, please take care of my kid. Thank you, everyone, for all the comments and the likes and all the stuff. We, we appreciate the engagement. We love you. Sprained my eyes. Marjorie Taylor Greene says she reported Jimmy Kimmel to Capitol Police after Will Smith joke. I can't roll my <laughs> my eyes hard enough when I read that. Okay, Snowflake. Seriously. <laughs> She's Karen Taylor Greene, actually. Just the hypothetical idea of being in the same room as a black person made her call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> She's the, like, call the police on the family barbecue of... The Republican Party. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Isn't it funny how the people who are the loudest about free speech are the quickest to, like, want to censor a joke or call the Capitol Police about a joke? Like Marjorie Taylor Greene. This woman, Klan mom, is especially upset <laughs> with the three Republican senators who said they'll vote yes on Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson, who's nominated for the Supreme Court. She tweeted, Murkowski, Collins, and Romney are pro-pedophile. They just voted for KBJ. Wow, where is Will Smith when you really need him? Then she responded, this threat of violence against me by at Jimmy Kimmel has been filed with the at Capitol Police. <laughs> you are such a loser, Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's funny because I'm always screaming, I don't want the olds running the country, but I don't want the youngs running the country either. <laughs> I hate the squad. They're so annoying. She's annoying. Lauren Boebert is annoying. All these bitches, man, they shouldn't be allowed to vote or in, in Congress. Okay. <laughs> For someone who screams women the all the time, I don't know if that's the way to go. <laughs> all these bitches shouldn't be voting. You don't like that? <laughs> this is why I don't vote and why I'm with Michael Malice and I'm an anarchist now. <laughs> I see what's going on. It's her last dumpster fire. She just She's doesn't give just a shit. 
Down off the rails now. I'm trans too. I've transitioned to anarchist. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't even know what anarchism is, but I'm on board. <laughs> I don't get it. I can't stand any of these people. It's if you want to be in government, I don't want you there. Mm-hmm. Who wants this job? Mm-hmm. People it, like this. Yeah. And it really is. Like this is the this is the party of that's like, okay, snowflake. It's like, okay, snowflake. Jesus Christ. She's such a crybaby. Jimmy Kimmel was like, uh, officer, I'd like to report a joke. Also a dumb joke. Yeah, a dumb joke, but it's still like you call the this, police over a dumb joke. But this is like the dumb joke that Chris Rock got slapped for. Uh-huh. Like his joke wasn't even that good. No. Like, oh, her, her, her. Somebody call Will Smith because clan mom Karen is at it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, it's so weird. I hate everything. Yep. But she's particularly annoying. She's terrible. She is just a truly awful human being. (laughs) She really is. She's like a CrossFit mom. Truly, yeah. You know? She does have that vibe. She probably does CrossFit. No offense to the CrossFit moms out there that watch us. But but if you are a CrossFit mom that watches us, you probably know someone who reminds you exactly. of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. You show up and you're like, They're probably oh, doing that bitch. burpees yeah. for fun yeah. right next to you. <laughs> right. And you just want to key their car. <laughs> you know what it's we're talking about. Sam. <laughs> so Sam has some sort of grudge with a CrossFit mom in her neighborhood. <laughs> And they're like, we like guns and free speech on a bumper sticker on their car. They're like, sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) Except when it's directed at you. Can dish it out, but they can't take it. Then we have Don't Mess With Texas. Governor Abbott says Texas will ship migrants to D.C. Someone's mad he didn't get invited to the orgies. This is his way of getting back at those elites in D.C. who leave him out of the coke-fueled orgies. Oh, God. Abbott will also be hiring them to drive the buses. (laughs) This plan is like a bad high school math riddle. If there are 900 buses full of migrants traveling northbound to D.C. at 65 (laughs) miles per hour, how many kids are still left in cages? (laughs) All of them. Trick question. (laughs) Yeah, they're not shipping kids on the buses alone. I mean, gas prices must not be high enough in Texas for Abbott to realize that shipping them back to Mexico would cost less money. I don't know if he's allowed to. So he's just busing them? He's busing them. I mean, we are getting close to the midterms. So we do need some migrant caravans to appear out of the ether. (laughs) Right. And like now they they're going to be a bus of it's so, a bus migrant caravan headed to D.C. <laughs> Instead of a migrant caravan at our border, we'll have one within our border headed to D.C. Like fund state funded. <laughs> Maybe they'll merge with the truck convoy, the freedom convoy. Is <laughs> Abbott George Soros sending them for mail in ballots? <laughs> <laughs> Every town they stop in, Democrats are just giving them mail in ballots. <laughs> This might backfire, Republicans. <laughs> You're basically asking for 900 people to get mail-in ballots on their journey across America. Well, 900 buses. 900, 900 buses bus- of Charter people. buses. Yeah. I don't think 900 buses is going to be enough, by the way. Or as many as needed, apparently. As many? How many How, how many people are coming across the border? That's I heard it was 10,000 people a day. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's I would have true. to fact check that. We need like a Jamie around here. 
We need a young Jamie. I am no young Jamie. Jamie. Look that up. <laughs> I look it up, but I don't have another utensil. To, <laughs> I should no. give you my phone. We have to like, <laughs> and I can look up stuff. Yeah. You're like this is what it is. Here. Sam, you can use up. my phone. I'm like, I can't put the mic down and type. Here you go. We need a fact checker. Sam, look that up. Sam, <laughs> one moment, Sam. please. <laughs> I'm right on top of that rose from the New York Times. Homeland Security officials on Tuesday described contingency plans for managing as many as 18,000 encounters a day at the border. Encounters. So it's people trying to cross. <laughs> and it could be like an encounter is a group of five people. Yeah, Close this one encounters right of the third world Here's kind. An- <laughs> oh, boy. Is Houston Mexico Chronicle world? also says... <laughs> Houston Chronicle also said 18,000 migrants a day. Wow. 18,000 migrants a day? That's yeah. a lot of... I don't think 900 buses is going to be enough. <laughs> no. Going to need more... We're going to need a bigger bus. <laughs> I just hate how they use these people as pawns. I know. That's what bothers me. They're, like, they're human beings. Like, I get that this is something that is like... Everybody on the right's like, yeah, take that. But it's like you're using P- I, But again, like the Democrats do this too, so no one gives a shit. Political capital. No one gives a shit. We plebs are merely just pawns in a game. California. <laughs> Soon millions of genetically engineered mosquitoes could be released in California as an experiment. Oh, great. This is how we reach 100% vaccination. <laughs> <laughs> In California. In California. So it wasn't blow darts. It was <laughs> mosquitoes. genetically engineered mosquitoes. Yeah. They actually Sounds have like something they would do. Vaccination inside of them. Welcome to California where our vegetables are non-GMO, but our mosquitoes are Monsanto stealth bombers. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? This is like gain-of-function research in the wild. I read the article. I understand what they're trying to do, but... There's no, there's no like real world, uh, there's, well, there's just, yeah, they haven't, they haven't studied enough to actually understand what the long-term consequences of this could be in in one small neighborhood. They're talking about releasing up to like 3 million mosquitoes a week for a period of time. I thought we didn't even have mosquitoes here. No, I know. Right. Isn't that one of the benefits of this shithole? Well, supposedly this is supposed to help. Knock down the mosquito population. There's like an invasive species of mosquito that's come to California. And we don't have any water. How do we have mosquitoes? The goal is with these genetically modified mosquitoes, they're male. They're modified to when females of the species are born, they die quickly. So, and females are the ones that bite you, and females are the ones that like only eggs. females bite <laughs> women. women! Patriarchy so crafty, they're gonna kill off all the women mosquitoes. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So this does seem like a little patriarchy so crafty. So supposedly the gen- genetically modified mosquitoes won't be biting people, but we don't know. He can't get it in here. He can't get through the glass. We're safe. Either one of you know how to drive. But what does this do uh, to like the bird population? Good question. Not that birds are real. But if birds were real, what would this do to their population? <laughs> I don't get it. Why aren't birds real? Oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, no. Is this an online thing? Protect your innocence. <laughs> Protect your innocence. Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't need to know. <laughs> yeah. We'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsors, Sheath, IP Vanish, and Hero Transport. 
Created by an Iraq war veteran to help keep his parts dry in the desert and not stuck to his leg, sheath underwear came up with an ingenious system, which is a dual pouch system. It gently cradles the family jewels, keeps them separate. It has a little hole that, that genitalia can go through. And then you don't have to have it stuck, get stuck to your legs and you can run around and jump. We even had a testimonial from one of our customers who commented that they finally broke down and bought a pair of sheath underwear. And as soon as they put them on, they bought two more. I mean, that's the only underwear my husband wears anymore, too. They also have a women's line with modal fabric, which is super soft and comfortable and breathable. These are like the best underwear. I'm telling you, I love them. They're so good for traveling. They're great in the summer when it starts getting hot. It's so clear to me that these products were developed by a guy who was in the desert because more than anything when it's hot, I realize how breathable the quality is. Go to sheathunderwear.com, use the code DUMPSTER to get 20% off your entire order. You can get all of this information in the link in the description below. Our next sponsor is Hero Transport. Hero Transport is a family-owned and operated independent trucking company. It's founded by a truck driver, so you know that they have their interests at heart. Hero Transport is a growing company that has delivered thousands of loads across America. Its truck owner operators can make up to six figures. And the average take-home pay for a driver is $2,000 per week. Hero Transport supports drivers building financial independence with industry-leading pay. 35% of Hero Transport's drivers are women! And over 50% of the company's employees are women. Hero provides drivers and owner operators with security and stability with guaranteed work and routes available year-round. They're looking for drivers throughout the Midwest and owner operators around the country. Go and find out more and apply at hero-transport.com and or send your resume to recruiting at hero5transport.com. All of this information is in the links below. Are you tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet? It's not a feeling. It's usually a fact. Maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you or you're concerned about your privacy or your identity. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even your devices like Fire Stick when you're streaming media. IPVanish is also super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to IPVanish.com slash dumpster and use the promotional code dumpster and claim your 70% savings. And like that, you're gone. Link is in the description below. (laughs) Get wrecked, China. Get wrecked, China! China has locked down the 25 million people in Shanghai. Hundreds in one Shanghai neighborhood broke out of confinement, pleading for affordable food. This resident confronts the police, yelling, why are we being starved? They are only allowed to get food via delivery. However, delivery services are short-staffed, so people are starving. It's getting ugly over there. Mm Mm-hmm. I love how there's a video going around and there were people who were singing and they were yelling out their windows and they were getting – the unrest is growing and this drone appears and is 
telling them to calm down and basically control your soul's desire for freedom. <laughs> Don't sing or open the window. Yeah, that is f***ed up. Control, yeah, that's the Japanese scream inside your heart. Uh-huh. It's like, control your soul's desire for freedom. I feel like that's what the entire like great reset is about oh yeah that's totally klaus schwab and whatever his name is in china this is the whole like covid lockdowns around the world new world i'm surprised they even acknowledge the soul has a desire for freedom isn't i can't control my soul's desire for hamburgers (laughs) let alone freedom I could use a drone flying around outside my window. Like, control your soul's desire for hamburgers. Well, why aren't they using these drones to deliver food to people? I don't know. Because China hates its citizens more than it hates COVID. We have a new category. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. I mean, we know we're all going to die. That's a given. Other than the rich people who will just keep cloning themselves into new bodies. But we're all going to yeah, die. Or glowing, growing cloned organs Lizard to replace people. their aging ones. Yeah. Or whatever. Or, we'll put their consciousness in plebs. They drink the blood of children. <laughs> um, okay. But we are all going to die. Anyone watching this show? Rich people don't watch this show. No, they certainly do not. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we're still on YouTube. Uh, That's why we haven't, like, disappeared from the internet yet. (laughs) Except for maybe in China. I think we're banned in China. Well, yeah. Hopefully. The first microplastics were found in live human lung tissue, and you could be swallowing a credit card's worth of plastic per week. Ew. Yeah. I have a theory that this is how they're just going to get it to make it easy for us to accept our robot parts. Ah. <laughs> like we're getting turned into par- partially plastic and silicon. Plastic and silicon integration? <laughs> yes. Like organically? Yeah. Okay. You mean this is Klaus already- Schwab's <laughs> transhumanism industrial revolution exactly. that he wants to do? Exactly. <laughs> Is this why all the sperm counts are going down? Is it all the microplastics? It could be. Plastic has estrogen in it, too. Mm. I think. Women! 99% of people worldwide breathe air that doesn't meet the WHO standards. That's okay. They'll just change the standards to make it acceptable again. We know how the WHO operates. They'll just slide that standard right to the right. Yep, that's f***ed up. The entire globe doesn't mean... How many meet. people die? Seven million? Seven million people a year die from air pollution, like, complications. I don't understand that. How many 9-11s is that? That's the only... That's, that's the only way I know how to comprehend tragedy. 2,333 9-11s. <laughs> wow, Maggie's that's a, a lot of 9 That's a lot of 9-11s. That's a lot of 9-11s per year. That's the only metric by that's which I can understand fuel. tragedy. <laughs> We now turn to our weather update from Gabriela Lazoya. Ya amanecemos con mala calidad del aire. Si usted va a salir a hacer ejercicio al aire libre, de preferencia no lo haga el día de hoy. Y si va a salir, hágalo con cubreboca. Thank you, Gabriela. Wow, that was a nice mid-roll palate cleanser that I think we all needed after the first <laughs> half of this show. Please like, subscribe, comment, touch our bells and buttons. 
And don't forget to tell one or two people you think might enjoy the show since it's the only way they'll ever hear about it. Tell them to go back and watch our back catalog while we're on. Yeah, this is a good time to introduce people to the dumpster because they can watch our insane back catalog and be like, these bitches are all over. I don't know why everyone's bitches today. (laughs) These bitches are all over the place. Well, I mean, too, you can watch the evolution of how the set like evolved and just all of our inside jokes. And being like, hey, yeah, Two weeks, no big deal. And then me being like, I take it back. I'm an idiot. You'll hear our conspiracies. Should have listened to that. And you'll see the conspiracies coming true in real time. You'll learn about the origin of Sammy Flaps and Folds' nickname, which is one of our most commonly asked questions. (laughs) Sam is like the Alex Jones of nobody's on the internet. My nemesis is at it again. Elon joins the board at Twitter by taking a 9% stake in the company. These billionaires have too much time and money on their hands. I hope he shuts it down. (laughs) If you really care about America and you really care about democracy, you will shut Twitter down. If I if I could take over Twitter, I think that's what I would do. Wow. (laughs) I mean, shut it all down. That's saying something down for someone whose like entire life came from Twitter. Take it away. (laughs) I'll find another way. I'll become a gardener. I will become a trucker. I will join Hero Transport. Right. (laughs) My theory is that he did it to put a stop to that kid who tracks his private jet. Oh, Mm. he's just going to shut that kid down? (laughs) He's like, the kid wanted five. He offered the kid $5,000. The kid was like, fuck you. And he's like, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to take $3 billion and shut this little down. I do not respond to terrorists. Everybody has a theory about why he did it. And like Babylon, some people say it's to free Babylon B. There's a lot of conjecture around whether or not he's going to push to get Trump back on. Mm. First, Twitter came for better fetishy, and now Elon's coming for me. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I just get disappeared off Twitter. (laughs) I, like, take a break from Twitter during my pregnancy and then come back and my account's just vanished. You and that kid who tracks his flight. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Just two accounts mysteriously get disappeared. It's so funny. Liberals will be like... It's a private company. Twitter can do whatever they want when they're, you know, banning people that they don't agree with. And then the minute that Elon goes on, they're like, this is why having a billionaire in charge is bad for free speech or whatever. They immediately are like, yeah, against it. The Washington Post was like, what was their headline? Twitter investment could be bad news for free, free speech. Oh, Jesus. Like, they give a <laughs> shit about free speech. Yeah, Elon Let's Musk. Let's not pretend you care about free speech, Democrats. We know you don't. It's so strange to me because he feels so thirsty to be cool. Yeah. Like, he I know. posted that meme of him smoking weed on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he was like, first, first board meeting is going to be lit. The real theory is that he is doing it because uh, he's always investigated by the SEC for manipulating the markets using his tweets. Oh. So the real and like everyone acts like this happened overnight. But as Better Fetacy was saying in the writer's room, it takes a while to like move that much money around and buy this much stock and get assured a seat on the board. It's not like this happened in like the two days that it was announced. Uh Yeah. But then there's also another thing that because he said he might start another platform and then the stock dropped and then he bought a bunch of the stock. And so now (laughs) there was something I was reading where he might be getting investigated again. Imagine being that powerful that one tweet of yours makes it so, like, affects stocks and all sorts of shit. Imagine what that would do to your brain. 
I know. It's not good. It's terrible. And I love the Washington Post. Like, they're like, oh, this billionaire might be bad for free speech. Who owns the Washington Post? (laughs) Another megalomaniacal billionaire with too much time on his hands. (sighs) Someday. Someday you'll just be on your yacht and not have to worry about it. Speaking of yachts. A yacht for every pleb. A yacht for every pleb. (laughs) (laughs) The U.S. seizes its first Russian yacht. We finally got one, guys. How are we behind on this? I don't know. We finally got a yacht. This is like the Olympics, but we're way behind. (laughs) I know. How is this our first yacht? Capture. I don't know. USA, USA, USA. I don't understand how we're like so far behind. I know. On the count. Wasn't it last week? This like, is like the new Olympics. France Caesar. Yeah, seizing. Wasn't it like last week? Like France and like the Grenadines got a yacht. So it's like, how do the Grenadines beating us? This is totally like the new Olympics. It really is like, and after the Chinese. Olympics debacle that was and now that sports have been destroyed and nothing matters because it's just going to be biological men competing against women. Now that it's all ruined, we have governments just seizing yachts just to show you like the wealth disparity too. Yeah, the power flex. And apparently I was reading a whole article about how this is actually just a big problem and a pain in the butt and how these yachts are basically just stuck sitting where they are and the countries are going to be on the hook for any damage that they accrue if that for sitting there and not potentially some of them could sink or, you know, like their hulls could be ruined if they're not being maintained well enough and all sorts of shit. So seizing a yacht isn't as glamorous as it sounds. (laughs) It sounds like a pain in the ass. Let the yachts free. Set the yachts free. <laughs> Just send them we off into the ocean. The yachts are our future. Floating away. <laughs> Treat them well and let them float away. It's true. <laughs> we do. We need to set the yachts free. Then we have Get Wrecked Big Tech. A boy asks his parents to remove a ring camera from his room, claiming it talks to him at night. In other news, parents ignore kids' apparent schizophrenia and blame it on Ring. <laughs> <laughs> Some parents will do anything to make their kids a TikTok star. I don't know. This is, like, so creepy to me. It's so creepy. Pedos are literally everywhere. Apparently, this is, like, a three-year-old boy, and when he said it, talked to him, the parents were like, oh, what is it? what did it say? And it was, like, a male voice being, like, asking him if he wants ice cream. Ew, Ew. see? And, and this is why when that bus driver asked me what flavor ice cream my thumb was, I took it like it was exactly intended. Yeah. Ew. A pe- the creepy pedo, pedo vibe. The ring doorbell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a pedo question. Ew. Yeah. These things are so easily hacked and like baby monitors can be so easily hacked. And I read an article once about like some babe voice being like, ooh, is your poop diaper poopy? Do Ew. you have a poopy diaper? Oh my God. There are yeah. literally pedos everywhere. Like the more this whole ad, the reason this last week was so hard to cover because it was just like pedo week on the in the discourse. Uh-huh. And then everybody's like, okay, groomer. And then everybody was getting mad and they were piling on. But then these lists were coming out of all the pedos on the right. And then the pedos on the left were getting really riled up about their ability to still be pedos at schools. And there's just pedos everywhere. <laughs> I know. If And if doing dumpster fires taught me everything, anything, it's that there are pedos there are everywhere. Literally pedos everywhere. There are pedos everywhere. among us. 
It's so gross. It's so I gross. can't. This is why I need a break. I can't stare into the darkness of humanity anymore. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go live in the woods away from all these pedos. We grow a freedom garden. Have to teach her how to be like Hannah. In the that woods show, is Hannah. where the pedos live. <laughs> no, they live in the desert. Yeah, We've talked true. about this. That's true. We're near a school. <laughs> no, they're not allowed to live near a school if they're caught. Oh, uh, that's true. The they live. Pedos. They live in the deserts and in Washington D.C. <laughs> <laughs> and Florida. I can't I can't even go down that rabbit hole. They want to add the P to LGBTQIAP. Oh god. That. Then there's like the whole maps community, the minor attracted persons community, which Ew. is trying Whoa. to normalize the sh- Stop no. normalizing underage. It's all so gross. And I and it Ugh. it dry, it does drive me crazy that then this is like turned around and somehow blamed on like lesbians and gays. I know. It's just f- up. I know. And it's just like trying to undo all of the the progress they've made. Uh, yeah. Most of the people who get caught for being pedos are straight dudes. Yeah. Moving on to dumpster diving. Six. Dumpster diving. <laughs> What's next in the dumpster? The dumpster of humanity. <laughs> Just a bunch of pedos in there, apparently. Apparently just a bunch of f***ing pedos. All right. A man in Germany gets 90 COVID shots to sell forged passes. I mean, this proves one of two things. One, that you won't die from the vaccine. Or two, that the vaccine is a placebo like all the conspiracy (laughs) theories theorists thought. And we're not getting injected with anything. Or three, he wants Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's balls. Mm-hmm. 90 shots i know he so you apparently in germany the your vaccination card has like the batch number on it or something like that so you he had to actually go get the shots a bunch of times and then he got caught because he went to the same clinic two days in a row to get a shot but he had already gotten up to 90 shots at that point who would do this i don't know someone in germany i guess yeah apparently <laughs> in germany too it's like a vaccine card is required for doing anything Um, like you need it for to go to restaurants you need it for just any kind of public thing supposedly although some of those restrictions might be being rolled back but in the article i read it's still pretty prevalent weird literally nazi germany let's take another few minutes to thank our sponsors fume and better help so i've talked a lot about being an addict and i have quit many things in my time from heroin to smoking weed to smoking cigarettes And by far and away, quitting cigarettes has been the most persistent and the hardest thing for me to quit and stay quit, which is why I'm excited to partner with Fume. Fume is a natural inhaler, and it's designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no-smoke, no-vape, no-nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking. This is, in my opinion, the second hardest part of quitting smoking aside from getting off of the nicotine it's a beautifully designed inhaler made of 100 percent canadian maple and uses cores that's these little things and they're infused with plant oils that are studied to curve different aspects and different cravings 
They have flavors like peppermint and conquer, invigorate, bubbly lime. They're always adding new flavors. They have seasonal flavors. Right now, if you go to breathefume.com slash Bridget and use the promo code Bridget and you'll get 10% off your entire order. And give yourself the gift or someone you love the gift of quitting this nasty ass habit. The link in the description below. This podcast and show is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you can see from our show, the dumpster fire of life is unexpected. It can be stressful. You can be looking at the doom and feeling doom yourself. BetterHelp Online Therapy is here for the twists and turns and will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. This is professional therapy done securely online and this service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and message your therapist. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and it's all on your time. It's more affordable than traditional therapy, which is often cost prohibitive and financial aid is available. So many people have been using BetterHelp. They're recruiting therapists in all 50 states. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash dumpster fire. Start showing up for yourself in this dumpster fire of a world. <laughs> Link is in the description below for all the information. Then we have Breaking Bridget. <laughs> The news cycle. Uh, well, folks, it's been about two years. We've three years. We've been doing this, right? Dear August God. of 2018. Has it been Is that three right? Years? 2019. 2019. August 2019. We're coming up on almost three years of doing this show, where we sadly cry in a garage <laughs> and scream about the world. <laughs> I can't take the news cycle anymore. Long story short, now that I have a new life inside of me, I don't want to be tainting her with these these litanies and screamings in the garage. <laughs> I want to give her a break and give her a nice, hippie, wooed out, like, all right, man, I'm taking baths and lighting candles and like getting ready for you to come into this very wild world. And the news cycle lately has just been breaking me because Ugh. it seems like it's getting worse. Well, the Ukraine war and... Yeah, that's demoral. There's so much demoralizing. There's so much. I'm not able to process it. It's too dark. The last week of the OK Groomer and everybody throwing this stuff around. And then you have people minimizing what that even means and also i agree that like people shouldn't be separating their kids and yet teachers shouldn't be like hey i have you can keep this secret from your parents that's up like everything's so up Mm -hmm. and i'm not sure i don't i don't i actually don't see any way that it's getting better gonna get better other than a, a lot of people collectively deciding to just pull out of the culture wars and disengage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stop seeing the other side as the enemy and just kind of recognize each other as people. That's it. We're past that though. I mean, I've seen so many, so much evidence of like, uh, there's, th- we've passed the point of no return with basic decency. And yeah, I mean, I've just been looking at like plots of land to buy cheap land plots for our commune that we're going to have to start. We are going to need a commune. There's a lot of people doing it, too. I was looking online. I'm like, it's amazing to me how many people are doing this. Wow. Getting off the grid. 
making sure they're self-reliant. I'm like, we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, I think there's so much to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is what I was talking to Constantine and Douglas Murray and all these people who we have coming up on Walk-In's Welcome, which you should definitely check out if you need something to do in the interim when you miss Dumpster Fire. Go check out our other podcasts. But we were talking about this and it's still like the greatest time to be alive. Yeah. This is still mm-hmm. the best time in the history of mankind for me to be bringing a child into the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm tainted by looking at the doom scrolling and I think it's just unhealthy. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it the other day of just like how even a century ago, you had to have 10 kids because you could expect like three of them to die. You know, like it's just like everything went so much slower, too. So you couldn't like just ingest this the the darkness of humanity on your scroll feed all day long every day and have access to it and be mainlining it and 24 hour news cycles. And you're not just taking this in constantly telling you that everything's f- mm-hmm. everything's not f- yet i mean there's a lot that's f- mm-hmm. but it's but still better than ever right and that's true of you throughout human history everything's been f- for a lot of time it's just that since we're globalized we now know what's going on on the other side of the world rather than ha- there being a war there or fighting there when people would just be blissfully unaware of it yeah, (laughs) or hear about it months later. Yeah. Look how big my carrots are, honey. Yeah. Via via like a long letter. Uh Uh-huh. Describing in great detail with flowery language, the horrors of war. And now it's just like tweets and you don't know it's real. And there's so much disinformation and misinformation and lines are drawn and people seem bloodthirsty and it's all very human. But I I don't know. It had the news cycle is breaking me, and I need a break from it. And it's a perfect time because I'm having a baby. Yep. So I have an excuse, and I'm going to be using this baby as an excuse for all kinds of things. <laughs> That's the joy of having a baby. It's really yeah. the only reason she is having one, so yes. she can use her can child. Be like, Sorry, as an can't come. I have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but we will miss you. Yes. And we'll hopefully see you on the other side, but we make no promises. <laughs> we will. We'll be back. We'll see you in June. Now we'll be back because it's like Joe said that time that I was on where I was like, if I had billions of dollars, I would be offline in two minutes. He's like, you'd be online in like three days. <laughs> 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 Called me out. And he's, and he's right. I'll, I just, I do need a break and it's been pretty nonstop we've gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be good to just... Get some perspective and like everybody reminds me a million times when that baby comes, you're not going to care about anything. Mm-hmm. You're not going to care about any of this. And I'm that's what I'm hoping for. And now to cleanse your palate, the internet is glorious. Some local kids have started a lemonade stand down the street. They're using store-bought. So I picked these lemons off my tree, and I'm going to put them out of business. <laughs> How easy is that? I would like this. you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, good day,
Yeah, I got out of bitch to her face. Fantasy News, we had the last debate team, which consists of Robbie Gupta, Corey Bradford, and Ricky Schlott on Walkins Welcome. First time I've interviewed three people to talk about what they're doing with their new media company and their podcast. It's a great episode. And we have a lot of great episodes we will be releasing while we're off that we pre-recorded. So if you are thirsting for new fantasy content, go to Walkins Welcome and please subscribe to this amazing podcast that I love and put so much work into and is is like the the yin to the yang that is Dumpster Fire. Dumpster Fire is a podcast as well. You can download it and catch up on all our old episodes. I had a friend uh, who texted me and said I wasn't sure that this would hold up on just audio, but it definitely does when he heard Sammy yelling about ding dunk the schlong bags or whatever. Dainty dong <laughs> bags. Dainty dong bags. <laughs> Lady Cock <laughs> Lady Socks. Still, right. It still has a punch. That's nice Even just on audio. Check out our Substack Beyond Parody with Bridget Fetacy. That is where the Geriatric Mommy blog lives. We will be posting letters from the politically homeless. And we have a lot of new stuff coming out on our Substack, which we're really excited about. And that will still be active while I am not. So... Again, another place for you to go, and you can subscribe for free. You can subscribe for free at Fetacy.com. You don't even need to be a member. Go to Fetacy.com and subscribe if you want to get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire every single Sunday and or the ad-free version of Dumpster Fire, the ad-free edited version. You don't want to stick around for the ads, which I find hilarious personally. You can subscribe there. You also get workouts and... We get to meet each other, and people have become friends, and there's a whole community in there, and it's amazing. Fetacy.com. If you want any of our content for video, it always drops first on Rumble. You can go to Rumble and subscribe to locals directly from Rumble, so it's a nice synergistic relationship between those two places. Find us there for all of our video content first and foremost. Shop our merch at BridgetFetacy.com. And there's, as we mentioned at the top of the show, a lot of stuff will be leaving. A lot of new stuff is coming. We are migrating all of our stuff to coordinate with Squidprint because we want to support small businesses the way you guys support small businesses. So look for a whole rebranding of that as well, which is also exciting. So we will have lots of exciting new stuff happening while we're gone. And a lot of housekeeping will be yeah. done. And don't don't forget about us. A lot of irons in the fire, I just realized. Yeah, no, we have a lot. <laughs> What's the, like, the kiss from... Oh, the three fingers. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsors, Sheath, Hero, Transport, Fume, BetterHelp, and IP Vanish. We can't do this without the people who support us, like you and your... Word of mouth recommendations and all of our great sponsors. So support anyone who supports us and let's make this all a win, win, win for everyone. Thank you, supporters and subscribers. And thank you again for liking, subscribing, commenting, and sharing this little dumpster fire. We do love this project. It's something I can't control my soul's desire for freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't control my soul's desire for dumpster fire, so... We will be back. I know a lot of you are worried in the comments, but we will be back. And thank you, Andy Chandler, Matt Monroe, Better Fetacy, Dave Yates, for writing, editing, and research. 
Thank you. This week, my makeup was done by Mr. Fetessy's sister. You can follow Kristen Malia on Instagram. She's fantastic and just a great human. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the juicy mic. Go to zenproaudio.com for all of your audio needs. That's where we're going to be getting a bunch of stuff when we upgrade and our time off. We, we are going to be busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at last, thank you, Sammy Flaps and Folds. Thank you, Bridget. For being back. And thank you for all of your hard work these many, many years. And thank you, Maggie, Cousin Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. For hanging in there. We did it. We've pushed through. And thank you, Mr. Fetussy and baby Matilda for allowing me to scream inside my heart. (laughs) (laughs) To do what you love. (laughs) Do what I love. We'll be back. We'll be back. I can't promise what it will look like when we're back, but we will be back. Yes. God, I'm getting nervous about popping a baby out. This has been your dumpster fire for the week of April 3rd to April 9th. I'm Bridget Fetussy. Now make me rich! (laughs) Oh, my God.